Hello and welcome to the Turned On Podcast. I'm Angelique Nori and my husband David and I have made it our mission to break the darkness by flipping the switch on the four most important areas of your life in health, relationships, business, and in faith. And sometimes the light in the world and in your life can go dim, either from the intrusion of technology or simply because society is so driven by instant gratification. It's our mission to help people see that we're hardwired for connection and that the best things in life come when we turn on the light to see with new eyes the opportunity that exists just a flip away. So if you're ready to stir your spirit, open your eyes, and profit in all areas of your life, then let's get turned on. Here we go. Hello, and welcome back to the Turned On Podcast. I'm Angelique Nori, and I am here in Cole Studios. Once again, sounds a little bit buttery this time, doesn't it? It's just so much nicer when you have a studio that you can sit down in peace and quiet and actually put your thoughts together so that you can record. Um, and that's what I'm doing here for you all today. And I'm so grateful once again to just kind of be in your ears, you know, and I just, I just want you to know that there's never a day that goes by that I don't see that as a privilege. Um, there's many podcasts out there. There's music. There's all kinds of things you could choose to put in your ears and you chose today to listen to Turned On. And really what we're trying to do is, is turn people on to God, you know, turn people on to how he sees things and how um, we can bring these things that are in the dark to the light and and that's just in various areas of our life, you know? I mean, it could be anything from, um, you know, how we, we deal with and navigate our health on a daily basis in what seems to be such a confusing world. Uh, it's to the what we do in our marriage and relationships at home, you know, all the topics and things that perhaps get pushed down and make people grow apart, which is really just a matter of not having the conversations that we need to have that, you know, really break generational strongholds and break off patterns so that you can grow together instead of grow apart. And the other thing, of course, is in the marketplace. And I I have a tendency to lean in, um, other than the family, but I have a tendency to lean in on business topics because, I don't know, it was just one of those things that maybe it's my, you know, maybe it's something uh, in my bloodline and lineage with my dad. He was an entrepreneur and he was virtually unemployable and he always had his own businesses. Some failed miserably and some were successful, but there was just a part of him that I've always carried around with me um, because I have a very creative entrepreneurial spirit and strategic mindset. And, you know, I'm very grateful for our time in network marketing that became like the on-ramp um, for entrepreneurship for us. And now as a result of, you know, those years in network marketing, we've been able to venture out and diversify and do more and, you know, build our ministry and and build this brand and and create different products and and coursework and platforms and things to really just turn people on, you know? Like, what is it that you need turning on in your life? And but I do also remember that we serve um, in these areas of business and they have to be niche. You know, oftentimes we have to remember, like, who are our listeners and what is it that you need right now? And um, oftentimes it's really difficult to just throw up a topic, you know, you know, topics can be really ambiguous these days. You know, there's just after this many episodes, over 100 episodes and constant contact uh, content that we're putting out and 
Um, David's writing a second book and we do calls each week, multiple times a week with more and more content. And every once in a while, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what they need. But then I also remember that if I go back and share with you stories of, you know, things that we did, navigated, overcame, maybe, um, failed at or course corrected from, that perhaps you'll gain value of that and whatever it took us in time and money or resources to figure out, we can give you the shortcut to. So essentially, that's what I want to do here today. And um, we know a lot of our, our listeners are in the entrepreneurial space, business ownership. A lot of you have dipped your toes in direct sales or network marketing or social retail, affiliate marketing, because we believe that that's a really um, honorable way to start understanding the skills that require you to run your own business. Now, would I say that network marketers are entrepreneurs? No. Um, I say that they definitely learn a lot of the skills involved with it, but there's very little um, capital risk involved and, you know, all of the planning and moving parts. I mean, that's what makes network marketing so great. It's like the business platform is built for you. You can be kind of an online franchise um, that you can plug yourself into to actually really create, you know, an income for yourself that I see as working capital. So if you want to go build other things, you know, not just build an income, but like go build other things and diversify your life. That's what network marketing can be so great for. But entrepreneur, it's a tough, it's a tough one to marry that word with because someone that's, um, I classify an entrepreneur as someone that has taken some really calculated risks and put some money on the line. And who's to say that risks aren't other, you know, other than financial that that they haven't had it. I mean, you've risked your time, you've risked, you know, and you've risked your maybe your relationships, you've risked just growing pains. All the you know, all the different stories that we've had to overcome to get where we are, you've risked. But there's definitely something different for entrepreneurs. So, what I want to do though is kind of build a bridge, right? And that bridge is, you know, kind of maybe where you're standing right now um, in your network marketing or direct sale business and some of the things or the cliches, if you will, uh, that you sort of live by or have heard over and over and over again um, that keep you stuck. They keep you stuck. And some of these I've said, some of these I've said, like some of these I've said, meaning like in a training or um, you know, just in Zoom calls or shared with team members over the years. And then others I've been, I've shook my head at for as long as I can remember and say, no, that's wrong. No. And I'll, I'll tell you which ones they are as we go. But um, what I want to do is just say, look, if, if you're living by this philosophy, my ministry to you is to shine light on areas that can actually really keep you in the dark, <laughs> to shine light on areas that are not going to help you grow. They're actually going to cost you more in the long run. So let's go over them. I'm going to cover five today. So five cliches, okay, I was call them cliches, that I've even said and that are constantly repeated at nauseum. I don't care what company you're in, like companies all over the world in network marketing that I vow to never, ever, ever come out of my mouth again. <laughs> and if I catch anyone saying it, you can rest assured that I'm probably going to challenge you on the subject matter. So number one, if your why doesn't make you cry, it's not 
big enough. Now, this is something that I find that people use to manipulate now, um, meaning like your why has to make you cry because if it doesn't make you cry, you'll not spend the time and the sacrifice to put it all on the line and make this work. And if it doesn't make you cry, then evidently, you know, you're not going to want it bad enough. That's another, that's another one to kind of wrap it up in there. You just don't want it bad enough. Excuse me. <laughs> just because my why doesn't make me cry every time, it doesn't mean that I don't want it bad enough. Now, I saw a lot of people that would leave events and and these were people that were on our team, you know, and they would, you know, leave yet another event, spending thousands of dollars to get there, to sit in the seats, to listen to the leaders. They would cry and they would say, I just, I just need to go home and work harder. And then they would cry and just say, I found my why now. And I was okay, okay, look, <laughs> what you're telling me is that this wasn't a viable business opportunity before. What what you might be telling me is that you have to have a why that brings you to tears or in a, a place of what feels like brokenness in order for you to make a business decision. You see, when we started network marketing, it wasn't because there was something that made me want, like I didn't have a brokenness at the time. I mean, I had a lot going on in my life. I had just had Ella. She's nine now, nine and a half. And um, I was just looking for a protein shake. Like there was no business. I wasn't looking at business. But when I understood the numbers, I was like, okay, yeah, like that makes sense to me. Numbers, revenue makes sense to me. So if you're not a revenue person, then I can understand where maybe you need an emotional tie-in to make you move. But don't be that, don't let that be the only thing. Like, of course, at the end of the day, I'm not doing this just for money, right? I do this for freedom with my family. I do what we do because we want to give freedom to other families. We do what we do because we want to build the home, not just work from home, build the home. And if, if we know that we're working from home and our kids are at arm's length and and we are kind of navigating our life with them, showing them entrepreneurship, showing what, you know, a marketplace ministry is. Like, that's why we do this, so that we have that proximity as a family, as husband and wife and as a family. But I don't think that I had to come to that conclusion to the point where I felt broken or that my why made me cry in order for that to work. Now, if it was ripped out of my hands today, yeah, that would make me cry. Absolutely, make me cry if I couldn't be with my husband and my children all day long. So, you absolutely should have an emotional tie to it. But my point is, is don't don't get it twisted. Don't make business decisions on emotion. Business decisions should be aligned with where God has you, aligned with your core ethos, and should, at the very end of the day, make business sense that doesn't cost you your personal identity or your your family or relationships, peace, the whole nine yards. That's how we look at business. And that would be my advice to you. So if it didn't bring me to that broken place, then that's basically telling me or you that you don't have the business acumen to be successful. 
wrong. That's just wrong. Sometimes you have to make decisions because your bottom line is what matters. And that's why my mother had to clean houses <laughs> because it mattered what was, you know, it, it mattered to her financially. She had to clean houses so we had a roof over our head. That made her cry every day. But do you think that if she had failed at network marketing, which she never even tried, but that, that her why wasn't big enough? Like, of course her why was big enough, but maybe the network marketing model that a woman like that would have aligned with didn't make sense. Maybe that person didn't take the time to explore their options. Maybe you're looking at it from an angle of misplaced loyalty, right? So always, always, always check that before you adopt it as gospel, okay? If your why doesn't make you cry, it's not big enough, or you just don't want it badly enough. That's, that's garbage. It's garbage advice, okay? If you're going to call yourself an entrepreneur, then you need to start thinking like one. Let me repeat that. If you're going to call yourself an entrepreneur of any kind, you need to start thinking like one. Entrepreneurs don't go around crying as their motivational tool. That's not what gets them out of bed. Okay, sure, they have reasons. Sure, they have emotional connections to things. Sure, they've solved major problems and changed lots of lives. And that's an emotional transaction. But their entire business portfolio or their, or their acumen does not rely on something like a statement like that. Okay, so all it's saying is don't let the cliche own you. Okay, because these are cliches. And what happens is sometimes they own people rather than kind of eat the fruits, spit out the seeds. Okay, number two, this, this was very common because there's always like 90-day action plans and 90-day game plans and, and bursts um, of business, which we work in bursts a lot. Um, sometimes it's just like a hard run. But the lie was, you know, from leadership, you can do anything for 90 days. It's just 90 days to create this freedom. If you do this and just this burst of 90 days and you tell your kids at the end of the 90 days that you're going to go to Disney World, I'm like, okay, so there's no day 91? Like, what? where, where does it say that it's just 90 days? Yes, it's a sacrifice. Yes, there's bursts of energy. But if, if we... Look, <laughs> we need to set goals for ourselves. I'm, I'm, I'm not here to tear these walls down, but I really want you guys to start thinking about sometimes how these can be lies. Because at the end of 90 days, we don't just take our foot off the gas. I mean, how many 90-day bursts have we had in 10 years of this? A freaking lot, okay? I feel like I'm always in a, in a burst. So I can't tell my children, who is nine and a half, almost six, and Noah 10 months, Hey, it's just 90 days. They're going to, you know, eventually if I, if I keep telling them 90 days and, and they don't get my attention or the time that they need from me as a mother and my husband and I don't connect as a family because we've just been saying, well, it's just 90 days, then we're going to get the middle finger, right? It's, it's a lie. It's a lie. So don't, don't lose out on, on time because of what it's robbing you of your personal identity and what you stand for, 
if family is something you stand for, then you make sure you create those boundaries because leadership starts in how people see your fruit. And this was huge for me. Um, I started to see things change in our previous uh, company um, and the relationships around us. And I'm not saying, look, my parents from a broken home, so I, I, I am a product of a divorce. This is not judgmental. What I'm saying is that you should know people by their fruit is in the Bible. So my point is, is that when I started to partner with people in business whose marriages were failing, okay, and they weren't spending a lot of time with their children, okay, and it was more important for them to continue these bursts than it was to nurture and grow those relationships and set those boundaries, then I had to take a step back and say, if I continue following this path and partnering and co-creating with this type of business personality, that could be my future. That could be my future. So look at your mentors, look at your leadership. And if those relationships around them seem fleeting, seem hurt and broken, it's not a judgment call. It's just ask yourself, is that what you want your fruit to look like? And if the answer is no, then ask yourself, well, what are they teaching me and how are they teaching me to schedule? Are they keep telling me this 90 days thing? Are they telling me if my why doesn't make me cry? Is it not big enough? Or, and all the other things I'm going to mention? No. So don't let anyone let you believe that after 90 days, things are just smooth sailing. Success is never, ever, ever linear. And it's not likely to be complete in 90 days, ever. So like I said, while it's normal to work in microbursts and you can come to kind of agreements with your family over that, there's a grind in network marketing. There's a grind in entrepreneurship that never looks like 90 days. It, it's going to look like years, okay? And if, if you want to preserve all that matters to you, and going back to cliche number one, if you want to preserve the why that makes you cry, ladies and gentlemen, then you need to set boundaries immediately. Immediately. Now, that does not mean that you don't get laser focused and work in those bursts, but you have to set boundaries. And this is something that David and I had to get intentional about and maintain intentionality about. Because right now we have a million things going on, it feels like. And I know that our children feel it. So we have to be very honest with them. I don't want to make up lies, right? And I don't want to um, just give them the leftover scraps of me. So we involve them in everything that we do. And that's what I really want for, you know, my advice to be to you is like, look, if you're going to do it, you know, do it together and, ha and understand that there's long-term residual um, effects from what you're doing right now. So be careful of what you believe, what you hear and what you believe, but it's, it's never 90 days. That's, it's garbage. <laughs> and 90 days, by the way, guys, 90 days is a long time to burst. It's a very long time to burst. Like a good business run sometimes in a month should, you know, a good launch looks like seven days, 14 days, you know, maybe 30. Um, and then you ride that out and then you build up to the next launch. Like you're always relaunching your business, but to, to burst in 90 days is... Sorry, I think that's an exhausting process. So on day 91, you're like, dude, I can't do that anymore. So that's that's number two. Number three, 
I'm sure. I don't care where you are or what business that you're in, what network marketing company that you've been a part of or in currently, you have heard there is no BV in TV. Now, BV is um, equivalent to business volume, so it could be where you are, CV or QV or, I don't know, PV or whatever, but there's no BV in TV, which means basically... If you watch TV, you're you're a a lousy excuse for a business person, and you're never going to make it. And business, uh, you know, your business volume is going to go down, and you just basically you got rip rip the TV out of the wall or turn it off or never watch it ever again. Of course, there's no BV in TV. What do I look like? You know, a a knucklehead? Like, of course there's no, of course I know there's no BV in TV. Of course I know. But you know what? There's so much value in cuddle fest with your family and your spouse or your friends when you can unwind and enjoy them, you know, and have a movie night. We're, we're going to build a, a movie theater, um, a family movie theater in our house that we're building right now for crying out loud. Of course there's no BV there, but you can bet your bottom dollar that the that the income that we have, we're going to put invest into our family just as much as we invest into our businesses. And we're going to invest in the things that we enjoy. You know, I'm not a TV watcher. Um, I don't, I don't watch soap operas. I don't even watch the news. I have clueless to those types of things. I don't have Netflix right now. We're watching the chosen, which is excellent by the way, but we'll like watch two to three episodes in a row because we're just getting started on it. And my whole family watches it. So everybody, my 10 month old, because she doesn't sit still for anything, let alone something like The Chosen. But listen, guys, don't do that. Don't. I'm not telling you to that by sitting watching TV and watching whole Netflix series that you're going to have a successful business. I mean, you should know better than that. Like if you're in any business of any kind, listen, if, if you think that sitting around watching TV is going to increase your business, you shouldn't be there in the first place. I'm just being completely honest with you. But if you think that you have to go to the extremes of, you know, not watching any TV whatsoever for these 90 days or whatever, or 10 years, whatever it is that you do it for, I mean, give me a break. Just give me a break. Enjoy, enjoy your life. What do you do this for? Enjoy your life. Enjoy your family. You know, set, again, set those boundaries. If, if you can't get done in an hour or even a few hours a day what is necessary to be intentional and laser focused on your, your work that you can't spend an hour at night with your family watching your favorite, you know, series together, then, then you're doing something wildly wrong in your schedule. And believe me, I feel like I need... 48 hours in a day to get what we need to get done. And most of it is because of our infant, because she's just very, very high maintenance. But we have to manage, you know, and we have to make time for what's important. And frankly, like if we, half the time I can't sit and watch a movie without falling asleep anyway. But I'm going to go, you bet your butt I'm going to lay down there with them and do it, you know. Um, So the point is, is don't believe that lie. Okay, don't believe that lie. It's a bunch of garbage. Here's the fourth one. Oh, one of my absolute I, dreadful, dreadful, dreadful things. And I know you've heard it. There are memes of it. It is, it is awful, in my opinion. Now, 
again, sometimes I look at things too seriously and I don't, and it can be taken out of context. I get it. But if I ever, if I hear fake it till you make it one more time, I'm going to barf. Okay. I've never faked it in this business. I've never faked it in life. When it comes to business, yes, you have to fire before you're ready. Yes, ready is a lie, like my friend Angie Lee always says. But fake it till you make it? What about just being honest with yourself and other people? What about seeking mentorship? What about building belief? Now, faith it, F-A-I-T-H, until you make it. That I can get behind. Faith it till you make it. But there's never really a place where you make it either, in my opinion. Like if you're on a mission, your mission is life, life-giving, life-driven, never-ending, you know, sights on wherever God is leading you. So I don't make anything. Like, I just, I just want to make, you know, smart business decisions and hope they work out, you know, but I never say, oh yeah, I've arrived. Like, I just don't feel like I'm ever going to be satisfied with that, but not because I'm chasing something that is idle and and barren. You know, I spent a lot of time thinking about how is this going to uh, enhance our lives and the lives of people that um, that we serve or we partner with. But fake it till you make it. Stop right there. Stop right there. What you walk in daily is your faith. And that's the favor that we get to follow to success. Faking anything is an utter waste of time and total garbage advice. And inauthenticity, by the way, is exhausting. And if you think that people don't smell fake coming a mile away, then you're out of your mind. So fake it so you make it garbage advice. Bring your walls down. Show your vulnerability. Tell people you're just starting out. Ask for advice. You know, the fake it till you make it baloney is, is what's actually hurting a lot of people's businesses because they're just sending these copy-paste messages and, and hyping up and over-exaggerating and everything's amazing here and get on this rocket ship and blah, 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 blah. And it's, give me a break, you guys. Just tell the truth. Tell the truth. Be honest. Be honest about your journey. Be honest where you're going. Be honest what you have access to. Nothing's perfect. Nothing's, you know, it doesn't have to be, you're not building the build, the highest building and everyone needs to get on that ship of yours because if not, they're losing out. And that's the, that's the fake it till you make it crap that people bought and sold for years. And frankly, I think it's just, it's just a garbage piece of advice. So if you're saying it, try to, <laughs> try to curb your enthusiasm around those words and ask yourself another way to reframe it. Faith it till you make it okay. Believe in yourself, believe in what you're doing, make you know, smart business decisions based off business acumen, calculated risks, spend your time asking questions, be vulnerable, and put yourself on the line. That's how we did it. I didn't pretend that I had it all figured out. I certainly didn't pretend I had all the success in the world either. But we got there we got to the success that other people consider pinnacles of in, in many ways because we were honest about it. We were vulnerable about it. I mean, th- that's to me how anyone that's built anything in their life, whether it's a brick and mortar business, a family, um, a network marketing company, uh, you know, 
social retail, whatever it might be, your brand, like it's because you're honest. It's your honest and vulnerable. Okay. Last one. This is this is the one that I'm pretty sure came out of my mouth reluctantly. Um, but I didn't say it wasn't the words I am. It was the chanting we are enter company name. Um this is number five, by the way. <sighs> this one, this one used to get me like, I mean, my blood boiling. Again, I'm I'm the serious one in the relationship. So I look at things sometimes like, Mm-mm. you know, like I, I stand so firm and with so much resolve around what God says that even something that is playful is a slippery slope for me. So, um, we are blank. We are Ninja Network Marketing. We are uh, whatever you want to call it. We are ABC123. We are, look, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, I'm not. I'm not, I would never stand on stage and say, I am company name. I don't even say that about turned on. I, don't, I, I say I, I am turned on. I mean, I'm turned on for God, but I'm not my brand. I'm Angelique Nori. You are who you are. My husband is David Nori. My daughter is Ella Nori. I have Phoenix Nori, Noah Nori. I want them to know who, their, who they are in Christ, who their identity is, so that they never get confused like this and think that this is how business is done wrong. No, you're not. No, I'm not. You are you. I am me. I'm Angelique Nori. I'm here at such and such company to make my freaking mark on this world. And if this happens to make sense for my mission in business, and I maybe like your products. Okay, we have a deal. But never, ever, ever put yourself in a position to identify yourself by a brand, by another company, by a product. Your loyalty is misplaced. What happens is you've created it invertedly a God. And I know that sounds heavy. And maybe I'm not, like I said, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. So I'm probably going to say some things that are going to piss a lot of people off or convict you because it's convicted me. The only reason I can stand here and say this is because I've been convicted of either saying things like this or sitting in a room going, "Uh uh-uh, no siree. Okay? So I'm not saying I'm above and beyond. There's just not a hierarchy podcast, you guys. I'm telling you because I have lived and breathed what I'm sharing with you. And it doesn't fly with me. We are associated with a social retail company right now. And I am not shouting, I am Modere. No, I'm not. I'm Angelique Nori. This business makes sense. This model makes sense. When I plug people into our system here, which is brilliant, they're able to make money for the first time in their life. They're able to add to the, majorly to their bottom line as a family in a time when people need to multiply their revenue streams like tenfold, if 2020 taught us anything. But never, ever 
will I teach them or fly a flag that associates me with a company or brand? You know why? Because they can close their doors tomorrow and then you have an identity crisis. You have an identity crisis. Or you choose to leave like we did. And if my name is synonymous with that company, I got issues. I got a lot of work to do. A lot. So my advice to you is stand on your mountain. You know, like my, my mountain, I, I stand, I mean, I couldn't be more in love with King Jesus. <laughs> and who he calls me to be and who he pushes me to be as a wife and a mother and challenges me to how he challenges me to love. And how he teaches me to be in business. That's what I stand for. That's my identity. I am Angelique Nori. He knows every number on, of hairs on my head. He knows every hair on your head. None of these lies of cliches are real. We just loved something so much to the point we started believing in their crap. And that's a dangerous place to be. Dangerous. And I'll tell you why. Because we believed things long enough to where we found ourselves in a similar position as to what I'm sharing with you right now in that danger zone. And we had to make a decision that we were either just going to stay, collect our paycheck, very large paycheck, residual money, move on with our life, maybe will it to our kids, um, build our other brands. Look, this was advice to, that to, we should do this. Just go do this. Just go build your other stuff, collect the money. Go do, Look, seems like a logical thing to do. You built it, right? But there were so many People around me connected to us financially through our team, not connected to us, whatever it might be, not just in this company, but I was just kind of watching the industry and the marketplace in general act this way. And I was like, no. I refuse to just fall back in the background and watch these people suffer, be led astray, believe in these lies, follow the fruit, right, of the relationships and leaders that were leading them into a direction that I knew was not for them. I refused to do that. So we had to make a decision. And we walked away. And by honoring, by honoring our identity in Christ, by honoring that directive, by honoring what we knew in our heart of hearts needed to be done, we were able to rebuild fast with favor and protection and the people around us win and no one's saying any of these garbage advice cliches. But it took a learning process. It took, it took courage. It took conviction. It took us saying to the Lord, okay, can you search my heart here? Because... I have a feeling that 
there's something here that I'm doing or saying or aligned with that is not pleasing at all. And if you could just search my heart and reveal it to me, that would be great, even though I'm afraid of what you might show me. And that's, that's what we were shown. So it's kind of my mission to change this for you. <laughs> just in business in general. And, and this, is, this is just one example of business. I mean, I could go on about other topics and courses and um, how people sell online and, and things of that nature. It's kind of what I get excited about, um, even though I'm not really selling a lot online myself at the moment. I mean, we are, but like I'm not creating a million things to draw an empire for my life. It's more like I really want to help you find your identity. I really want to help you cut off this lie. I really want you to walk free in your identity. I desire for you what I know God has for you. And I believe that there is so much freedom in that. And you might be suffocating under these lies. You might be suffocating, lingering in a place where you should be passing through. Not because it didn't have value in your life. Look, network marketing. And by the way, I am... So grateful, so, so grateful for our life. I'm so grateful for what network marketing afforded us. I am so grateful for where it brought us today. I'm so grateful for what I learned. I'm so grateful for those relationships. I'm so grateful for the opportunity, for all the things I got to see, for the the wealth that brought our family. You guys, I am not, this is not a soapbox. These are just observations. And I that's how the world works. Like, you go, you do something, and you kind of eat the fruit, but then there's always going to be some seeds, and you got to go, oh, I don't know if i got to spit those seeds out, but if I just spit them out and I don't warn people of them, then I'm just spitting out the seeds, which could potentially grow in somebody else. And my, I guess what feels right for me is saying, okay, I ate the fruit, I found the seeds, I'm going to warn you where the seeds are, because I don't want you to have to digest them. I don't want you to have to spit them out. I don't want you to have to experience. I don't, you know, you should because it's learning experience and I can give you all the advice in the world and most likely you're probably going to go touch the hot stove anyway. That's just human nature. But frankly, like if, if I could at least shine some light, flip the switch and show you some of these dark spots, maybe just maybe you avoid something that could potentially cost you peace, cost you your personal identity, cost you your relationship. Maybe it will be the thing that you need to make the decision, that one decision that is just right between you and the next level. Maybe you need to make a decision right now. And that decision is is to move on or to change or to pivot or to grow or to break free of these things. And this is just what you needed to hear. Like, that's, that's what excites me. That's what excites me. And I want you to walk in that freedom. I desire that freedom for you. There's like nothing cooler in the world than to watch people walk in that freedom. And that's what you'll get if you partner with David and I. If you partner with us in business, and if you, if like for in our social retail business, for instance, like you're not going to get these, these lies and cliches you're going to get the truth. We're going to teach you from a, a faith-centered perspective. Uh, we're going to show you where the light switches are. We're not going to do the work for you. 
but we're going to teach you to be a skilled business person and ideally show you how that really coincides with your faith in your family and your personal identity. So I just want for you to know how to navigate this a little bit easier because there's a lot of people that are wandering in this kind of wilderness and I feel that um, it makes them shrink down when they watch TV. <laughs> it makes them shrink down when maybe their why doesn't make them cry or, or maybe their why made them cry, but it still didn't move the business needle. Or maybe they're just still busy faking it while they try to make it. And they're like, I'm tired of faking it. This is exhausting and I haven't made it anywhere. Whatever it is, there are no rules in this, but there's certainly some framework. There's certainly, uh, you know, faith-centered ways of uh, having a perspective to navigate through business and knowing that when you hear something like that, you should be discerning enough in your spirit to say, I don't think so. So if you're there for freedom, then find your freedom. But don't let anyone tell you what that should look like, feel like, sound like. It's just going to lead to chaos over time in your spirit. And if your spirit's in chaos, it's not in peace. And peace is one of the most invaluable assets that you can have when you operate in business. So I pray that this breaks some chains for you and you can walk in that today. Whether it's walk in a newfound freedom and go back into the direction that you were headed, but just change the course of, of how you operated. Or it's breaking a chain so that you can walk in a whole new direction into maybe a different business or different partners or whatever. But I just, maybe you end up going in a totally different direction already and breaking free from it entirely. We thought we were going to do that. We thought we were going to just break out of the industry. We ended up breaking into a different type of industry uh, that is um, disrupting network marketing so that we can leave all this goofy stuff behind. Um, but again, everybody's on their own path. You know, it's like climbing a mountain. You're going to put your foot in a different place that I'm going to put my foot and you're going to put your hand in a different place that I'm going to put my hand, but hopefully we all make it to the summit. So anyway, guys, I hope that by flipping the switch, these five switches on these five cliches or lies, if I will, venture to say um, that we turn some lights on for you today. And if it convicted you, sometimes that hurts, stings a little, but hopefully it, it breaks you free. If it, if it angered you, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's, it's how I was able to move on with my life and, and save others that were believing in those things that were holding them back. But if it turned the light on for you, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram, Angelique Nori, or on Facebook, Angelique Nori. Tag me. Tag me in your testimony. Send me a message. We love, love, love hearing it. If you love the off podcast, uh, write a review on iTunes. Share it with your friends. And if this makes you make a decision today, I pray it's the right one. And I pray you find us and maybe we're the right partners for you. Have an amazing, amazing day, guys. Take care.